You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Time for the 49ers Rush Podcast. And here's your host. John Chapman. What is going on, Faithful? It's absolutely great to be with you guys. Love seeing all the hashtag CCs from everybody in the chat. What is up, guys? Countdown crew coming in strong. And, you know, I woke up a little early this morning. I'm back home, which is nice. Um, getting a little bit more in the flow of things. Thank you, uh, Angel Gaming. Demonic Angel Gaming. Nice tag there. What's up, Tim? And, man, I, I finished the offensive breakdown, did the first half, second half. The first half's up on Patreon now. Second half I just finished, and I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, I get that things are bad right now. I totally understand that there are issues, and that's what I want this whole show to be about. There are issues with the 49ers. They're not a complete team. Obviously, they're 3-3. Three and three. But at the same time, Man, it's very easy to watch the film offensively, right? I, I wanted to finish the offensive film. You only put up 14 points. Really, you put up 14, you gave away seven. So if the defense never even took a snap, you would barely win this game. That's how bad the offense was. Uh, that Jeff Wilson fumble was inexcusable. But I'll say this. They're moving the ball very, very well. They just cannot gel. They can't get out of their own way. And, you know, I get it. Anytime a team does bad, okay, so a couple things. Anytime a team does bad and it's 3-3 three and three, and you lose to a inferior team, which the Atlanta Falcons were, and, you know, we can get into injuries and we'll talk about that. I don't care about that. When you look at a 3-3 three and three team that's coming off an NFC Championship appearance, you're going to be frustrated. And fans should be frustrated. I'm frustrated. The 49ers players, the coaches, everybody's frustrated. Rightfully so. The film shows you you can be a good team. 
You're not right now. 49ers are not a good football team right now, but they can be. And the film completely goes to that. If you would have told me the 49ers would have zero sacks allowed in back-to-back games, you'd be like, what? Um, I'm sorry, zero sacks. Uh, I, I don't know, man. It, 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 it's weird because there's players wide open consistently. Jimmy Garoppolo is throwing great deep balls. Not consistently. He threw three perfect deep balls. He had the one that went off of Ray Ray McLeod's hands. He had the one that went off of Charlie Warner's hands. And then he had the one to Brandon Ayuk that toe-tapped before going out of bounds. And they had that holding call on Jake Brindle. Watch the film. 100% bad call. Terrible call, in fact. Um, the refs were really, really bad this game. Not necessarily with the penalties. In the fact that the refs, uh, not, not blaming the game on the refs. That's not what I'm doing at all. This is a small caveat. I'm saying that Jimmy throws three perfect deep balls and has zero sacks. The 49ers should win that game. That's not what happened. The three perfect deep balls equated to going zero. Because, again, you had two drops and then one was negated by a penalty. Doesn't mean Jimmy's not throwing a good deep ball. The interception, yeah, yeah, I get it. The interception before the half wasn't great, okay? Wasn't a great throw. Threw into triple coverage, whatever. Um, but you have... You know, when the ball was let go, you had four seconds left on the clock, no timeouts. You had to do something. So you throw it to the sideline, which they're guarding against. Uh, it's it's what it is. Um, and Jimmy even talked about this. So here, here's Jimmy. Um, shout out to Juan Salas for getting these clips. He's incredible. Talk about breaking his interception streak because he had back-to-back games with no interceptions. And he had the opportunity to go three straight games without an interception, which he's never done his entire career. Here were his thoughts on the interception. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, those are, as a quarterback, it sucks to have that as an interception on the stat line. But I'm a, I'm a competitor. I'm trying to win this game and get his points. So, you know, if that's, you know, it's sort of one of those things that is what it is. You hate to see it on the stat sheet. But, you know, we're trying to win. And so, yeah, like, I, I, I walked away from the game live, right? We were there in Atlanta. We were there in Charlotte. I walked away from both games thinking, man, Jimmy Garoppolo is playing really good football. Not bad football. But then you're like, well, he only put up 14 points as an offense. How great of an offense? How great did the quarterback actually play? It wasn't great. The interception to Debo was really bad. That was high over the middle. Um, and again, it's funny because with Jimmy, give it and take it away. You go back to the screenplay to Debo several games earlier where Debo takes it 80-plus yards against the Rams, and it's like, oh, my gosh, Jimmy, why'd you throw it high then? Well, I saw him breaking on the ball, so I went high there. Total BS, but that's okay. Uh, then you go to this exact same thing, throwing high over the middle, contested catch. Debo doesn't come up with this one, and it's an interception. I counted five bad throws from Jimmy Garoppolo, which isn't too bad whenever you consider, I mean, shoot, how many times he throw it? 41? Yeah, he threw it 41 times. And it's not like five turnover-worthy throws. No, no, no. Uh, five bad passes that were either low or whatever or behind somebody. Where there's some players running free, yeah, you bet your rear end there were. Kyle Juszczyk on one of the plays uncovered down the sideline. Jimmy never saw him. Why did Jimmy never see him? Uh, Daniel Brunskill just stepped in for Mike McGlinchey. Got a huge pressure off the edge. Jimmy Garoppolo, actually, I, I count it as a positive play, ducks the end scrambles, throws the ball to Debo, gets like seven yards. But Kyle Juszczyk's just running down the field, hey, by himself. Corner never even went with him. Um, so there were some missed opportunities. Now, if we look at the 49ers offense 
as a whole in their rankings, now we're through six games. It's not good. They're an average offense at best, almost across every single metric. So I, I get the frustration. Whenever you see things like, okay, we've got Debo, we've got Ayuk, we've got Kittle. Why are we just average? Because we've got all these freaking playmakers. Offensive line hasn't been great in run blocking. Um, with Jimmy Garoppolo, we know kind of what teams are going to do. They're going to crowd the middle, force them to beat them deep or outside, which I think Jimmy did enough to get 28 points in this game. I, I really, really do. But again, listen to these numbers, okay? The 49ers offense out of 32 teams, and this is after week six, 19th in points scored, below average. 18th in total yards, right at average. First downs, um, 25th. That's awful. Uh, passing yards, 22nd. Passing touchdowns, 18th. Interceptions, 9th. So we're a little better than average there. Um, yards per pass attempt, 5th. That's a Kyle Shanahan stat. That's all the yak bros. That's all that. Uh, rushing, 9th in rush attempts, 12th in rushing yards, 11th in rushing touchdowns, 13th in yards per rush attempt. That's my biggest issue. Not that that number's low. Why the hell are we not running the ball more? It was, <coughs> excuse me, almost died there. It was 14 to 14 in the second half or second quarter. And you just quit running the ball. You gave up on it. And I, I thought that was a major mistake. It, you were still having success. Uh, you know, you were averaging eh, not the best 3.1 yards per rush, but I don't care. Still run the ball. You can't run the ball 16 times and win the game. You can't do that. You cannot do that. Uh, and so right here, Corey says the team is ready to win now. That's what the media and everybody kept saying. And I think they still are. Who in the NFC West is better than us? Nobody. We're still in first place. Like, it, it's insane to get this amount of criticism, even though you're still in first place. Now, should you be better than you are right now? Should the 49ers be 3-3? Three and three? No, they should not. Should they beat the Falcons? Falcons, Falcons beat us. The Falcons beat us. We, we helped them. The Falcons beat us. Now, you talk about that Denver game. You talk about that Bears game. That Those are different. In my opinion, the 49ers should be 5-1 and one right now. That's how well they have played as a defense. Finally, the defense had a down game, all the injuries. That's where they are. So the 49ers have let some go. But again, still in first place. You look at the NFC West schedule, right, or, or the standings, 49ers, Rams, Seahawks, all 3-3. Three and three. You got the Cardinals at two and four. Now, the tiebreaker and the reason why the 49ers are in first place is because they have a two and oh divisional record. The 49ers have already beat the Rams. They've already beat the Seahawks. So they're tied with these two teams, but they beat them both already. Rams are one and one in the division. Seahawks are one and one in the division. Cardinals, yikes, oh and two in the division. Um, but we still get to play them twice. But what the biggest stat to me that's the most interesting. It's point differential. NFC West is not a good division. It, last year was the best division of football, right? Uh, both teams in the NFC Championship were NFC West. This year, the NFC, and we were saying this all offseason, the NFC has been tremendously downgraded, tremendously. And the 49ers were a part of that, losing Lakin, losing DJ Jones. Uh, like, you lost some key starters. But listen to this point differential, okay? Last place, Arizona Cardinals. They're negative 28 points. So you add up all the points they've scored, all the points that have been scored against them this year, um, negative 28. Rams, negative 22 points. Seattle Seahawks, negative 17 points. 49ers, plus 33. Plus 33. 
all three and three teams are not created the same. They're not. They're not. And so it's, again, am I happy where the 49ers are? No, not at all. They're leaving so much meat on the bone. But if you would have told me the 49ers would be in first place after six weeks, I'd be like, I'll take it. I'll take it. I'm happy where they are when you re- when you add the content and the context to it, right? But yeah, um, yeah, yeah, there's lots of issues. Mosquito Killer, what's up, man? It was awesome hanging out this week in Atlanta. That was incredible. Sucks because Ayuk was open over center. Debo was triple covered. Yeah, Debo was triple covered. But if you threw it to Ayuk, and I, I went into this, and I, you probably already watched the film on Patreon. Man, Ayuk's got a score that, you know, you dack the clock where the time runs out. You had no more timeouts. But, yeah, I think you you should have thrown it to Ayuk over the middle over that. But if Debo did catch that or if you got a pass interference, you would have had time to kick a field goal. Field goal wouldn't have been a difference in the game, though. Um, It would not have been the difference in the game. No doubt about that. So, uh, yeah, wide open. I got you right there. I I think you nailed it. And so it's, yeah, Shot J right here. I love this. I like this semi-new, non-smile Jimmy. He's playing like it's not about he loves to win, he hates to lose. Uh, Shorzy. Oh, I love it. Shorzy, get him, baby. Uh, <laughs> I want to drop some Shorzy jokes right now, but I can't because it's uh, it's what it is. Now, sticking with Jimmy and the Hansian j- uh, jawline himself, I, I agree with this statement 100% on why the 49ers lost this game. Falcons did to the 49ers what Shanahan wants to do to everybody else. You know, I, th- I think it starts with, you know, I'm getting the early lead on us. I think that obviously puts an offense in you know, a difficult spot, but I think we were just behind the chains a decent amount. When you're in that position, you got to, you know, I understand what Kyle's doing. You got to pass the ball in those situations. But we just got to, that's what I'm saying, in our style of ball, we just got to get back to our style, stay ahead of the chains, avoid third downs, convert third downs, and that's our style. And we haven't seen that style. Uh, The Panthers game we did, the Rams game we did, and so, yeah, that's that's issues. You know what I mean? Uh, So what, what are they going to do? Can they get back to that or what do you like? You know what I mean? Like you've got to find a way to be yourself. It's funny because one of my favorite things about this society and this podcast that I've done is I've, I've been able to talk to so many people that are starting shows or starting podcasts, whether they're sports related, Niners related, whatever. I have people starting political shows, whatever else that reach out to me like, Hey man, can you help me get started? My answer is always like, hell yeah, I can help you get started. This is awesome. I made so many mistakes. I think we're hitting episode 700 this week. I got to check that, uh, which is awesome. Uh, Clayton, the man behind the scene gives me the thumbs up. He knows all. Um, and so whenever we're, we're looking like, Whenever these people ask me, like, man, what what should I do and how do I do this? My first thing is I tell them start right away. Don't wait for perfection. Don't wait for all the best equipment. Just start. And two, be yourself, whoever you are. If you're an a-hole, be an a-hole. If you're a nice, optimistic guy, be that. If you're funny, be funny. If, If you're just all about data and monotone, that's okay. There's an audience for that. Be who you are because if you're going to be somebody you're not, and you make it to 700 episodes, guess what? You're going to be fake. You're going to be phony, and people pick up on that. Be who you are. Now, why are the 49ers doing these things that are not who they are? Here's what Kyle Shanahan had to say. 
because we only had 16 carries. I think if we would have had that in any other game, it would have been the same results. Um, I think they controlled the ball very well. Um, and then when we got a little behind. I thought we needed to throw to catch up. I This is my biggest criticism. I, I've Most of my emails is, man, why is Kyle so bad? I've given a hope on our offense, blah, 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 all those things. And again, we just went through all the numbers on the offense and why they're not great. They're average. The, this is my issue. So if you... In my opinion, if you want to be pissed at Kyle Shanahan, it's that exact same quote, okay? I'm going to play it one more time because you guys know me. This is my biggest issue with Kyle Shanahan right here, this clip. Because we only had 16 carries. I think if we would have had that in any other game, it would have been the same results. Um, I think they controlled the ball very well. Um, and then when we got a little behind. I thought we needed to throw to catch up. We got a little behind. I thought we needed to throw to catch up. Fallacy. Wrong. 100% incorrect. It was tied 14-14 in the second quarter, and they abandoned the run. At that point, 14-14, first offensive possession, three passes, three and out. Wrong. Wrong. You've got to run the ball. Shache, yeah, this offense is having an identity crisis, and this is a consistent criticism Throughout Shanahan's tenure, when he falls behind early, he abandons the running game. Ever since Jeff Wilson fumbled that ball and they returned it for seven points, which was absolutely, I can't believe they put Jeff Wilson back in the game after that personally. Um, no clue why TDP got zero carries. Ty Davis Price got in for one snap and he was a fullback and led uh, an awesome block actually for Debo on a running play. Like, give somebody else a chance and not. Tevin Coleman, whenever he can't even average one full yard to carry. Uh, I get Tevin Coleman was the hero against Carolina. He always plays against them, which is awesome. But whatever you saw, you, you don't need five carries to show uh, he's not doing it. Uh, Jeff Wilson played all right, but, man, it, that dude changed the game. And this isn't the first time he's done that this year. I've got Tevin. I, I I've got Jeff Wilson on my fantasy team. I traded for him. Like, I don't know, man. You, you give up that fumble on that play. Jordan Mason TDP sitting there, and we've seen how explosive they can be. The fact that you didn't give them one opportunity bothers the hell out of me. Again, I'm not the, like, fire Shanahan guy, and that's all I'm saying at all. I'm saying that was a 100% blatant, obvious mistake, and to hear that quote pisses me off. Really makes me mad. Now, having said that, all right, let's counteract that. There are people wide open everywhere all game. All game. And Jimmy got the ball to him. All game. Quarterback didn't get sacked all game. It was a very well-called and managed game. Self-inflicting uh, inflicting mistakes. That's what did it. That's what did it. And so whatever you have all those, listen to Brandon Ayuk right here. I mean, we, uh, we saw early, we saw guys going down, but I think every game we kind of feel like um, we want to take some pressure off the defense, uh, especially with them not having their guy, but it was kind of just – it was the same thing for both of us. It was, it was another week. Um, mistakes. We did exactly what we didn't want to do. I um, mean, we lost football game. That's that's what it is. Now, the one thing that I will say, and I want to stick with Ayuk right here, you come out in the second half, and the very first place drop pass from Ayuk. Same drive drop pass from Ray Ray McLeod on a deep ball. Next drive drop pass from Charlie Warner. Drop pass from Juwan Jennings. Like, it just kept going and kept going and kept going. The one thing I do like, pay attention to the language that B.A. uses here. 
Um, I'm sure. Did you know that you can now win up to 100 times your money on prize picks with as little as four correct picks? You can turn $10 into 1000 with basketball, hockey, college basketball entries today on prize picks, America's number one fantasy sports app. And here's what's great. It, it, you can get action on sports on more than 30 different states across the country, including California, Texas, and Georgia. On top of that, you got playoff basketball actions on the horizon, and this is the best place to take advantage of all of basketball's postseason actions. Some of these player props. Nikolai Jokic for over 10 rebounds. Anthony Davis more than two blocks. Lillard, four three-pointers made. You get to pick exactly how you want to use your bets. So, download the app today. Use code 49ers49ERS for a deposit match up to 100 Again, that's promo code 49ers for a first deposit matchup up to $100 over on prize picks. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. I mean, you guys watch the game. We didn't capitalize on some of the stuff that, um, the opportunities that we had. Um, I felt like I had one. I had to drop that. Could have got us in a better op- um, spot, I think second or third down. Um, and I think some other guys will tell you the same thing about some opportunities that they had. We just didn't, we just didn't play well in the second half. We just, we had looks. Um, but we come from behind with the team that's running the ball well. It's tough. It's tough. I, I think he got it. I, I think he got it. And yeah, I think we're going to Grant Ace and what's up? He says, I like Jimmy semi speaking up against Kyle. He's done it uh, after every single loss. So, you know, Jimmy's interesting because, and I give him a lot of flack. Uh, what's up, Juan? He says, you can hear the frustration in his voice. And Brandon, you played awesome, but he wasn't perfect. He wasn't perfect. But, you know, back to this Jimmy thing, 
in the late. Now I will say this. Jimmy did say it starts with me. He said it like three times in the press conference. It starts with me. It starts with me. It starts with me. But then he, he's thrown shade on, you know, Kyle Shanahan after every single loss. BA takes responsibility. Fred Warner, let's listen to him uh, right here. Take responsibility as well for the defense. You know, it, it does suck. You know, you wish that you have your your guys out there, but at the same time, it's like I feel like for me, I, I put a lot of pressure on myself in the fact that I I command the defense. I'm the one who should get all eleven lined up at all times, regardless who's out there and everybody else who's you know having to come into the game. They got to be ready to go no matter what. You know, it's all about everybody being prepared, um, regardless of the circumstance. Whoever's out there, we got to make sure we're playing uh, to our standard. It, you had the guys defensively. Now, the biggest issue, and I'll open this up, and I've said this so many times this year, the entire 49ers defensive scheme is its about stopping the run first, right? The, the phrase that Tomiko Ryans use all the time, you have to earn the right to rush the passer. 49ers didn't get there. Didn't get there against Atlanta. Atlanta just dominated against the run. And why? Defensive tackle play. Listen to the the five lowest graded players, okay? Here we go. Akeem Spence, defensive tackle, played 37 snaps. He had a 47 grade. DFF, okay, he played seven snaps, whatever, 46 grade. George Odom, he gave up an entire touchdown drive. That very first drive where Talano Hufunga got hurt on the first play of the game, concussion, um, goes in, gets blue tint check, comes back out. But by the time he got back out there, it was over. Odom gave up. I think two giant plays and a touchdown in that time. So Odom played six plays, but that was a touchdown drive he gave up. Um, Hassan Ridgeway, starting left ta- uh, defensive tackle, 28 snaps, 29.9 grade. Kevin Givens, who's been a beast, 40 snaps, 28.8 grade. But but I've said this, and this remains true. Kevin Givens is a matchup-dependent player. He plays very, very good against certain offensive lines and very, very bad against other ones. He's a slasher. Well, guess what? This was a terrible matchup. And you had him out there for 40 plays. And him and Ridgeway just got bullied the whole entire time. The Rams, or sorry, the Falcons did to the 49ers what the 49ers tried to do to everybody else. And that's where this came down to. Now, is it all bad? No. Were there some bright, you know, 49ers spots? Yeah, 100% there were. And so I don't want it just to be. Oh, it's bad, 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 bad. No, the 49ers, I want to go over the defensive rates here in a second, right after a quick word from our sponsor. You guys know what it is. It is winning season at my bookie. As always, if you want to enjoy the football games, 49ers, or just NFL, or really any sport in general, you can bet on anything over there. Mybookie.ag. We've been with them for years. Very trusted site. Get your money in, get your money out easily. And on top of that, all season, Double deposit bonus. Whenever you first deposit your money, let's say you deposit $250, you get $500 credited to your account if you just use our promo code 49ERS or scan this QR code right to the side of me if you're watching this on YouTube. And again, it just sets you up completely. My bookie is incredible. Bet with us. We're on Patreon. We share our bets every single week, all season long. So join us. MyBookie.ag, promo code 49ers. Bet anytime, anywhere with my bookie. Now, there were some positives. 
Drake Jackson, holy cow, which I have not got through all of the defensive film yet. That's going to be loaded. Uh, the first half offense is up now. I'm going to have the second half offense, which is loading while we're recording this. I'll have that available later tonight. Defense is going to be all day tomorrow, which I'm excited about. Also, um, man, just staying with scheduling. Obviously, today's Tuesday. That means I'm with my main man, Wayne Breezy, at 1230 Pacific time. And then um, we are going to have Al Sacco. Um, he's going to be on with us tomorrow at 4 p.m., which is going to be a lot of fun, uh, which I love that dude. He's freaking awesome. So uh, then Brian on Thursday at 1 o'clock. So a lot of content coming out this week, which is important. You know, I've been on the road, which is hard to do a lot of this stuff, but I'm glad to be home now. And man, just got to give a shout out to everybody that came out. But um, man, defensively, positives, right? Drake Jackson didn't play a lot of snaps, um, which was a little bit of a shock to me. Charles Menehue played almost every single Nick Bosa snap possible with 41 snaps. I thought he played well. One pressure, one sack, um, four solo run stops. He was good. Nobody's Nick Bosa. Uh, but Omenihue, I've been saying it all offseason. If I could bet on one player's stock going up and rising, it would be him. And he played well, but Drake Jackson finishes the highest rated player, 85.8. He got a sack, one pressure, uh, three solo run stops. He only played 12 snaps. I don't know why. Um, yeah, there were players in and out of the medical tent the whole time. Oren Burks, number two, Kamiko Ture, number three, Diamador Lenore, who played slot outside all over the place, 57 snaps. He finished with a 65.3 grade. So there are positives, there's no doubt. And if we look at just the 49ers defensive ranks now, what pisses me off the most is their second and points allowed um, in the NFL. 14 points weren't on them. You had the fumble return for a touchdown, not on the defense. Nobody out there was out there. Then you had the block kick returned as well. So that's 14 points. They've only given up 89 points on the year. Really should be 75 points. That's a big difference. First in total yards allowed still. Second in uh, first downs allowed still. Uh, second in passing yards or touching that touchdowns. First in yards per rush attempt. Like, this defense is still elite, but they're banged up. And so what are we going to get as we move forward? Well, we know you got the Kansas City Chiefs, the number one offense in the NFL coming in. That's what it is. So you could sit there and you can feel like, oh, woe is me about all the injuries, which some teams would. But listen to Fred Warner talk about the injuries. It, like I said, like it, it, it truly does suck. But I mean, it, me being here, I, I mean, the five years I've been here, like this isn't anything new. Like I've, I've been here, I've seen it. Um, you know, at some point you got to adjust, and guys got to be be ready to go, no matter what the situation. We got to be able to find ways to win, regardless of the, of the circumstance. You got to move forward. That's all there is. Yeah, the Forty Nine ers the most injured team in football. All right, cool. What, what's that? They don't add points to the thing. Johnny, what's up, man? He says, we got to get healthier. I don't want to see Spence out there again. Yeah, 55 was struggling. He made some good hustle plays, but he is just not stout. Um, and Kevin Givens, I think, is really impactful. But whenever you ask him to be an every-down guy and taking 40 snaps, that just ain't him. That's not his role. So you're diminishing his playmaking ability by wearing him down and just absorbing double teams. That's just not what he does. There are guys out there, uh, and Dominic is still out there. There are guys out there. You got some space. I really wish they would bring in a defensive tackle. I think Eric Armstead's probably. I don't know if you bring him. If you don't bring him back this week, he's out the Rams too. So 
it's either this week or after the bye, which is okay. Um, but yeah, you've got to fix something. Shot J says it was breezy or most, but their suggestion was trade Derek Brown for the Panthers. Gosh, I would love that. That's going to cost a first round plus. I think Derek Brown's that good. Um, maybe a second round plus. Is it worth that? I don't know. He looked pretty damn good against us and destroyed Jake Brindle and, uh, Aaron Banks. Who's been good. Uh, Kali says, welcome home job. Thank you. Uh, it's, it's nice to be home sleeping on bed. That was awesome. Now listen to George Kittle because it, it's always a two way street. When you're talking about injuries, there's pros and cons. Obviously the cons are, yeah, we don't have our studs out there, but there's a positive about it too. You look at his, you know, we're down how many ever seven, eight starters, or you look at his, that's a lot of young guys with opportunity to go out there and, you know, make big plays and, you know, get their names known. We're, we're getting some guys some reps that's going to help us long-term. You don't win the Super Bowl. You don't win um, in the playoffs in September and October and November. You don't. But remember, you get those guys snaps, there's going to be more injuries. We're not done with this. And the fact that you're getting, you know, Samuel Womack, who, let, let's be honest, he had a terrible game. Terrible game. You got to get him work. It was very easy to see why Demo passed him on the depth chart. And shout out to the coaching staff for making that change. Demo was awesome. Continues to be awesome. Samuel Womack got taken advantage of. And it's going to be hard to go through that film. But he's a rookie with insane playmaking potential and turnover upside. He's got to go through it. And guess what, man? You get a crash course. Week one, you got Kyle Pitts. You know, he starts out, he starts outside. He's got Kyle Pitts. He's got Drake London. Well, guess what? Next week you got Patrick Mahomes, and then you got the Rams. Yeah, Johnny, if Johnny agrees with me on the film, Womack had a rough game, put that in the bank. That's all I gotta say. That dude knows more about film than I'll ever know. And so if we if we agree, there's a Venn diagram somewhere, right? <laughs> Johnny Dale, John Chapman. In the middle, we agree. I'm just saying, uh, probably take that to the bank. Um, Kali says, I know KC is a tall task. What would be your offensive strategy versus the Kansas City defense? Be who you are. Tevin Coleman, maybe five snaps. Allow the guys that you invested so heavily in to come into play. I want to see TDB out there. If I had it my way, I'd get at least 10 carries for Jeff Wilson, at least 10 carries for TDP. I'd get probably four carries for Debo. Uh, two to three carries for Jordan Mason, maybe two to three carries for Tevin Coleman, right? That that's what I would do. That's be that would be my starting point. That's my starting point. Yeah, Larry, run the damn ball. That's what you do. That's what you do. And having said that, this is without me breaking down any film on the Chiefs defense. Okay, so I've watched them. I haven't broke down film broke down film on them. And right here I'm looking at their defensive ranks and we'll do a whole episode. Uh we've got 49ers cutback. They'll do all 22 breakdown on our Patreon channel, which if you haven't checked that out yet, patreon.com/49ersrushpodcast. Um check that out. We, we're going to have so I think we're putting up so many hours of content over there. But here's what the Chiefs are good at. Stopping the run. Third fewest rush attempts, fourth fewest rush yards. Six fewest uh, rushing touchdowns, six fewest yards per rush. Why is that? Because they usually jump ahead in games. Offense is so good. Teams get one, you know, style on them and just start throwing to catch up, which Kyle Shanahan's prone to do. It's my biggest critique of him. Can't do that. You got to tell Kyle, it's okay if you're down 7-0. It's okay if you're down 14-0. Still got to run the ball. 
still got to run the ball. Cannot get like that. You saw it in the Super Bowl, right? Um, some things never change. He's got to grow. He's got to grow there. So you run the ball. You, you allow your team to be your team. And hopefully we get some guys back here. Uh, right here, uh, Vince, uh, he says, would you go after Christian McCaffrey? I would not. I would make like a low ball offer and just say, hey, we'll give you two fourth round picks. You guys got to eat a lot of the salary. If they say no, then we say cool. No, I would not go after Christian McCaffrey. Um, just no, I would not. I, I don't think there's a problem with the 49ers running backs. You got TDP back. You're about to get Elijah Mitchell back after the bye week. So you got two more weeks. I, I'm fine with that. Why is Jordan Mason not getting carries? That's what I'm more upset about. Um, I don't like spending a lot of valuable resources on running backs. Would Christian McCaffrey make us better? Sure, for now. Next year, that salary cap is going to be crazy. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I think there's a lot. Uh, here we go. Give them thirds. We suck at third-round picks every – yeah, uh, we swap them two-thirds, give us their fifth-rounders, and we'd be okay with that. I, I'd be cool with that. Uh, <laughs> I ain't got a problem with that at all. So, anyway, that's uh, – I wanted to do just a, a quick – show just on kind of some of the issues with the 49ers we're going to be live here in two hours with wayne again um i'm going to jump back i want to break down some more film today but that's going to be out there real quick before we get out of here a couple more questions clayton if there's some more comments that we need to get to kevin asked this uh john it was a pleasure meeting you in charlotte a week ago really enjoyed the party saturday night hope to see you and the crew again at 49ers home game yeah we'll be there for the miami game so december 4th December 3rd and 4th, we're putting that party together. Now I'm back home. I'm going to be able to finish up a lot of those details. But, yeah, 49ers Rush Road Trip, absolutely insane. Um, the four parties we threw, two in Charlotte, two in um, Atlanta. It was It's so cool meeting so many great people. And, you know, you, you, you build a relationship on here where I see your name. I see your, you know, the pictures that you show, all that kind of stuff. Um, it's cool to finally put a face to it and to meet these awesome people and awesome families. So thank you for all the support and all the people that come out. Um, it's just awesome. I'm very lucky. I understand. I, I tell my wife this morning, uh, she, she was about to leave for work. You know, I went and talked to her just briefly and I was like, man, I I'm, I'm very, very lucky. And I understand that I got to take my son to school this morning. I got to sleep in as late as I wanted, which was like six o'clock. Uh, but anyway, I got to sleep into six, which was awesome. Woke up, broke down film for a couple hours, took my son to school. Then, you know, got to, you know, eat breakfast with my wife and talk to her. Like, I'm very happy. And the fact that I get a record now, I get a record later. Um, I, I'm very thankful for all the support that uh, this community brings. Uh, I understand it's not lost on me that I am a lucky SOB and I'm going to continue to try to play into that and say, thank you and provide as much content as possible because I get it. Um, I'm very, very lucky. So thank you guys. Sean asked this question. What's up, Sean? Does Robbie Anderson do anything long-term to improve the Cardinals? Hell no. Uh, Deandre Hopkins coming back. Hell Yes. Um, now it came out that Hollywood Brown, who's played really, really well, he's going to be missing some time. Doesn't seem to be season ending like they thought initially, but even bigger than that, Justin Pugh, their left guard, his season's done. Um, the Rams chose no blue, no boom, their highest paid all lineman. He's season ending the NFC West. It's bad and it's getting worse. Now, Deandre Hopkins is better than Hollywood Brown, but not by a lot. Um, Robbie Anderson, good gosh, man. No, thank you. I, I'm not worried about him at all. You're adding him. He's a very toxic personality, which we've seen now in two locations to an already very toxic uh, staff and players and 
rooms and all that stuff. Not worried about Robbie Anderson at all. Um, Dwayne says, how long is Hufunga out for? This one's interesting because Hufunga, first play of the game defensively, goes to blue tent for a concussion protocol. He get, he passes it. They let him back in. He plays the whole game. And now he's back in concussion protocol. This has happened a few times in the NFL. Um, so he's got to go through those steps. So the 49ers, you know, they play Sunday. So I, I, I'm not too concerned. It's, it's the late game as well. I think he'll be fine, but who knows? The concussion protocol is one and of itself. You have to clear these four stages, and they're all time sensitive. So it's possible he does not play, but I think there's likely Jimmy Ward's back. Yeah, I want Hufunga out there, but uh, there, there's a possibility. I'm not concerned about – I think Hufunga's going to play. That, that's what I would just say off the top of my head. Um, I hope he's okay, though. I care about his long-term um, health much more so than playing this game against the Chiefs. So I'd say that. Um, all right. want to say thank you to Clayton, the man behind the scene. Thank you to all you guys for all the continued support. We got a lot more content coming out today. Again, Wayne Breezy show at 1230 today. Uh, tomorrow I'll be on with um, Al Sacco, which is going to be a lot of fun. Then Thursday we got Brian. And just content, content, content as we keep it going. want to say shout out to our executive producers, 49ers George365 and Kilted Niner. Appreciate all they do for us. And until next time, guys, it's rough after a loss. It's so rough. But until next time, stay strong, faithful. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.